I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. I like when some people send me questions and here is one. Dear sir, I am presently on my 20th intimate relationship since 2001. I have been married and divorced three times. It seems as though I mess up every time. I am very good at attracting women, but not good at keeping them. I get really deeply involved in their lives until they find out the truth about me. I usually end up hurting them. When one relationship is over, I must find someone else to love and be intimate with. If I do not find another partner, I may have a depression and become suicidal until I find another partner to get excited over again. What can I do? (laughs) Listen, let me share some concepts, some ideas about this problem. Have you ever heard about toxic intimacy? Well, this is actually what I'm going to talk about. It is evident, speaking to the gentleman in my response, that you are developing injurious or toxic relationships. You seem to be, as James Henslin, so sociologists describe, a mania or ludus lover. He says, a manic lover cannot tolerate loss of contact with a love object even for short periods of time and is distressed by a lack of lover's presence or anticipated interaction. End of quote. A manic lover is one who tries to manipulate the behavior or feelings of the one he or she loves. But because he or she seems to be bereft of logic, often succeeds only in looking foolish in his or her own eyes. End of quote. Mania is usually associated with low self-esteem and a poor self-concept. Ludus lovers are generally those lovers who play love affairs as he or she plays games or puzzles to win, to get the greatest reward for the least cost. A ludic lover does not like long-range plans and is careful not to date the same person often enough to create the illusion of a stable relationship. Here, Here is a quote. For ludic lover, sex is totally self-centered and may be exploitive rather than symbolic of a relationship. End of quote. This certainly describes a toxic intimacy. This could even happen in some Christian marriages. Now here are several points to understand about toxic intimacy. Toxic intimacy occurs when someone is obsessed with finding someone to love. Usually the development of self is not a priority. Therefore, low self-esteem is evident, which can lead to depression. This combination of low self-esteem and the obsession to find someone to love makes it impossible to establish stable relationships, since one is dependent on another person to feel good, but lacks what is needed to hold on to the relationship, one would enter a cycle of first finding another lover, then enjoying the thrill and the excitement in a novel relationship which shortly ends in pain and despair. This pain and despair only ends when he or she enters another relationship. It is a vicious cycle. Number two, toxic intimacy occurs when there is a need for immediate gratification. 
That is, the toxic lover wants to move the relationship too fast, skipping developmental steps towards intimacy. He or she can't wait and may be so impatient that demands are made on the partner that are usually detrimental to the progress of the relationship. There is plenty of pleasure or sex, but no commitment. Number three, toxic Intoxic intimacy happens also when there is a power and control struggle in the relationship. Toxic lovers have difficulty not being in charge. In the relationship, sometimes a toxic, toxic lover may try to isolate his or her lover from friends and maybe family members. Usually they want to spend lots of time alone with their partner under the disguise that they have too many friends and, and if you have too many friends it may destroy the relationship. Number four, in toxic intimacy there are usually attempts to change the partner to meet one's needs. Any attempt to change the partner is unhealthy. Many times women are convinced that they can change their lover's or husband's negative behavior. They live each day on a hope and denial until a cancer sore of jealousy and manipulation ruins the relationship. Number five. This introduces the next point. Toxic relationships are usually relationships based on delusion and avoidance of the unpleasant. It is very difficult to admit that what you suspect about your partner is true and might be determined, or what you will say detrimental, to the life of the relationship, especially if your, of your own self-esteem is dependent on the very existence of the relationship. Many times, toxic lovers and spouses are so blinded by the obsession to love someone that they would deny even the very obvious evil behaviors in his or her lover no matter how unpleasant it is. Oh boy, I'm hoping you're listening. I'm hoping you're listening. This is uh, your daily relationship nugget. And I'm hoping to find a way of touching your heart and making you smile again. We're talking about toxic, toxic intimacy today. And these are just some of the points about toxic intimacy. And I feel these are important in helping better understand yourself. So what can you do now? Here are a few things you can do. Place the development of self as first priority. People who feel good about themselves make better married partners. If you do not have a positive self-concept before marriage, you will not find a good one after marriage. You will not have a good self-esteem after marriage. Then, remember, you have the freedom of choice. No one should pressure anyone in a relationship. Number three, take time in the relationship. Desire long-term contentment. Develop the relationship step by step. Number four, let there be a balance of mutuality in the relationship. Treat your partner with respect. Each one should feel of equal value in the relationship. Number five, there should be compromise and negotiation in the relationship. There should be no struggle for leadership. Be open-minded and honest with yourself and with each other. Number six, 
allow sex to grow out of friendship and caring. After marriage, of course, it is futile to think that friendship can grow out of sex. Number seven, learn to share your needs and feelings with your partner. Get in touch with yourself. It is only when you can reach into your heart that you can truly appreciate what your partner means to you. So, dear listener, take time to examine your life. It might be painful, but it will be the first step in building the foundation for healthy, long-lasting relationships. Unfortunately, men and women do not place the development of self as per first priority in their lives. They usually end up with similar partners. The partner also has a low self-esteem and has patterns of behavior that causes pain short in a short-term relationship and also short-term relationships. With these thoughts, you can move from toxic intimacy to a healthy intimacy. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan keeping a smile on your heart.